Welcome. Welcome again to Nirvana Lifestyle Network. I am so happy to be back and having a new topic. Uh, as it relates to our emotional entanglements. Today's topic is emotional entanglements. Who is doing what to whom? You know, we all have at some point in our life been entangled with someone, whether it's love or whether it's at work or whether it's at school or with a family member or friends. <clears throat> entanglement has been a part of our life. So when we think about the word entanglement, what comes to mind for you? What do you think about? We all have experienced entanglement somewhere along our journey in life. And it is an important word for us to really pay attention to because our hearts can slip into difficult situations we, not, we may not be uh, consciously aware of or notice until we find ourselves entrapped in this complicated situation. Entanglements are always uh, entanglements always go for the heart. You know what I mean? And always just go for the heart because that's where we hold our emotions. That's our emotional center. And it can be chaotic or it can be calm, but it is that place within us where we become reactionary. So entanglements can be romantic, they can be situational, they can be emotional, or even a quantum entanglement where we may be distant from a person or thing, but we are still tied to it by our interaction and relations within it. Entanglements are usually experienced through, however, romantic relationships, friendships, causal uncommitment relationships or through interactions within our environment. But oftentimes, do we think about entanglement experiences? We feel the reactionary effect or impact of them, the hurt, the difficulty, the snares, the loss of boundaries that we have just given up, the respect, or just the embarrassment of knowing that I'm in a situation. How did I get here? And I've just lost the essence of who I am into this chaotic uh, boundary. Entanglement sometimes causes blurred lines in a relationship where misunderstandings and poor communications take place about someone's intentions or truths concerning the interactions between ourselves and another. And it is normal when we express our upsets about a situation that we find ourselves in, but finding our way past the so-called cul-de-sac of entanglement, where we can't get out of where this dead end, is also helped 
by deepening our emotional understanding of how each person within this entanglement got there. How did our patterns of attachment for one another cause us to be challenged in this relationship? You see, entanglements, no matter what scale of experience you may interact with, it is an emotional experience. Entanglements cause our hearts and mind to co-mingle in a codependency connection with someone where we find ourselves deeply in a cobweb or find our spirit in a cell imprisoned, in bondage, overthrowing everything in our immediate path. We have to ask ourselves the question, who is doing what to whom? Remember, I know some of you may remember the song, Who's Doing Who? Years ago, Who's Doing Who? <laughs> So it's the same concept, it's the same theory. Who is doing what to whom? Begins the whole process of detangling the circumstance or situation that we find ourselves in when we begin to ask this question, whoa, let me sit back, take a look, and see what's really going on. In a relationship, both partners are equally committed to moving forward together but it's in an exchange of energy. In an entanglement, one partner stands while the other partner attempts to push and pull you to the finish line. Because maybe you just ain't trying to get there. Maybe you kind of slow and they just need to say, uh, let me just help you along a little bit because you ain't moving fast enough or at the speed that I need you to move in at this time, causing the energy of both parties to become unbalanced. This type of connection is not built on any explicit or specific agreement. The principles or boundaries to support the relationship are non-existent. And entanglement is going to always find itself in a repeated violation of love. In a repeated violation of loyalty or respect. In a repeated violation of not feeling safe. When we self-reflect deeply about the entangled situation we experience, we see ourselves standing in bitterness, abandonment, anger, resentment, rejection, and how your needs were never met within that relationship. We must be willing to see the relational difficulty in us instead of the relational difficulty in you and me.
in order for us to move forward. The best place to begin is to see more deeply into what or who is doing what to whom. Is he doing that to me or am I doing that to him? Is in contemplation after the damage has already been done. That period of open awareness in meditation gives us some time to see more clearly about what is going on within the relationship or within ourself. What comes up within your awareness? What is being revealed to you when you are in the still state, when you are meditating? What you need to know about you. Revealing to you what you are in need of defending. What are you in need of to be right about? And or what do you feel is at stake regarding your life? These are questions we have to ask ourselves when we step back to readjust our emotional state. The review of who is doing what to whom may show us the relational roots of the reactive pattern we find ourselves caught in. Previous experiences in relationships can originate from our families, our friends, our colleagues. That maybe we need to take a look at and explore. Maybe I need to take a look at and see where this, these patterns are coming from. Where have I experienced this before? What, who did what to whom? Who did what to you? Have you ever done this to someone else? We must clearly recognize what we engage in regarding our own psychological defenses with others. We try to avoid experiencing, admitting to, or dealing with unwanted feelings of the past. But once we are able to examine those patterns and networks of connections from within, we can come to an empathetic understanding of the entanglement that has caused the pain within the relationship. So, at a deeper level of examining who did what to whom or who trying to do me can help to free me from my ego identification that keeps me stuck in the quicksand of life. Relational entanglements show us we are always in a continuous and unpredictable process of exchange with others. We must 
bring that to the forefront of our consciousness when we meet people and when we want to connect with them we must always be aware of the possibility of continuous and unpredictable change and exchange with them. The benefits of emotional entanglements are that it requires us to face our soul's truth. What is the truth of your soul? Through deep introspection of how you got there. How did I get in this situation? What did my, where did my eagerness take me? Why was I, was I overly zealous to want to make this connection with this person or people or thing? What as the need you are seeking if you do not know their boundaries, they will always repeat the cycle of being violated by others over and over again. We must learn to trust, respect, and honor ourselves first. We must find that to be extremely important and a priority for our own life and our belief before we entangle our soul, our heart and physical existence with another. We must believe in ourselves. It is that cause and effect experience where we recognize the importance of understanding what we want and expect as well as being understood by the other person or situation we are engaged or entangled in. When we become entangled in many different things outside of relationships such as our work situation, our family, our friends, groups, societal or cultural events. We even become entangled in investments. But there are different types of entanglements. All are not the same, but the impact is. All entanglements affect others and their heart and emotional well-being. We must begin to take a little more time understanding our own inner self or inner authority. Our emotional self is the most powerful inner authority there is within us. Our emotional feelings, moods are very powerful and always changing, never reliable as they follow an up and down wave of hope and pain. 
You're not self. That self, that side of you that you know is not authentic, not true. This is not me. I don't know what's wrong with me today, but this is not me. You're not self. That uncertain you control your existence when you let external environments such as family, friends, other social or cultural conditionings take over your inner influence that governs your own well-being. We must be mindful. We must be careful what conditionings of the world we let come into our sacred inner space and try to take over and govern our overall well-being of who we are. Now we're entangled in something that it happens so fast we don't even know how to exit the process. Those subtle influences causes you some type of inner or outer stress, such as the need for competition or survival. Perhaps the stress of anger and jealousy, wantings of all kinds, insatisfaction, anger, bitterness, or even a state of disillusion. But how do we know if we are in an emotional entanglement? Well, I have a couple of examples here. One or both are emotionally immature. One or both parties are emotionally immature. This is often accompanied by destructive behaviors in somebody's life. The romance continuously repeat dysfunctional patterns of behavior, such as broken down communications, overemphasized sex, the need for it more and more often, anger outbursts following distancing, emotionally shutting down, one or both tend to feel victimized by the other, withholding the truth. An obsession to stay connected by a fear of feeling abandoned. One or both are not able to set boundaries for themselves. No self-love. Withholding parts of you fearing you'll drive the other person away if I just speak out or be myself or if I retaliate and say something they may not like. Or there's a lot of conflict and power struggles. That's when you are clear about I'm in an emotionally entangled relationship. But signs of a healthy, romantic, loving relationship includes both parties are emotionally healthy, emotionally stable. Each are free to be themselves without any need 
to fix, manage, or change someone. Both feel free and relaxed around one another. There is love and affection between them. There's laughter and fun and humor. There's a desire, a need to want to be together all the time. There is healthy sexual expression based on love. There's mutual comfort with space between you when you're not together. There's no jealousy, insecurity. There's good and open and honest communication and understanding one another. That's when you know you have a healthy romantic relationship. But entanglement's mirror reflects love. The opposite of entanglements, its mirror reflects love. It is not complicated involvement. Being intertwined and free like love is when you are able to break away the cords, the chains of entanglements. You're not caught up, twisted with something else hidden or in secret. It is not jealousy or ambition, nor is it confusion within my mental and emotional state of being. Love is wanting to go deeper within myself to learn how to love me and my fellow man. It is uninhibited, unattached, free from a need. We study biblical scriptures, some people study the Torah, the Quran, we chant, meditate, and others may read other philosophies which all guide us towards loving our neighbor. But for some reason, some reason, when we become entangled or attached to a person and circumstances, the texture of that awareness somehow changes and get lost. If we really want to change the types of relationships we are having with others, we must take a deep look at how we are loving ourselves. If you are feeling a lack of love, you are not spending enough time doing the deeper work of learning how to love you and know what you need for you. What do you need? Because you should be the first person supplying your need before anyone else. So that when you meet that person, you are fulfilled in what you need and not coming to the relationship needy. Needing somebody to fix, manage, and control or to make you happy. So if you have gained knowledge in your life, from what source have you attained such knowledge? Was it from teaching? from your sacred books? 
how have you embraced your knowledge and applied it to the various departments of your life? Based on your teachings from the outer world, will your knowledge help you better understand what love is? The more we ask ourselves this question, the more you realize that love is not an actual feeling. It is not a sexual feeling. We even sometimes describe it as a divine or impersonal love. But we must reach a conclusion for ourselves, which can only come from deep within. Love is a much better emotional feeling than entanglement. Wouldn't you say? We have so entangled ourselves in such a network of words and speculations about the feeling and the deep and the vital significance of love that we've lost it. You may have a lot of knowledge and information about love, but the actual fact is entirely different. Put away what you think you know, what you read, the traditions, the experiences, and just take yourself on a simple journey towards the unknown within your own self-discovery. Go within and let it emerge and come forth and reveal and present itself to you the way you need to know it, feel it, experience it. And set a new foundation for your life. Don't get caught up in the opinions and ideas about what love is and what love should be. When you love, everything will come right. Everything will be right. When you love. Love has its own action. Love and you will know the blessings when they show up. Keep away from the influencers who tell you what love is and what love is not. They can only speak for themselves. No authority knows. And who, he who knows, can't tell you. Because what you require, what you need, how you express, how you interact or react to love may be very different from them. Where there is love, there is understanding. 
So isn't it time to cut the cord to entanglements? Cut the cord. And find out why, where the root cause is of those uncertainties. Those little triggers or tremors that is causing you turbulence on the inside and not allowing you to have healthy relationships with yourself first and others. This is Empress Q. I am always happy to Come on my podcast and share with you thought-provoking, inspirational, and most loving teachings. Because that's what I do. I am so happy to be able to share just another insightful moment for you to think about. Because this is what Nirvana Lifestyle Network does. We teach people how to heal themselves. We teach you how to learn how to live life by design, by choice, by planning. Learn how to focus and be clear about what you want and are willing to embrace, to change, to make it happen for your life. So please be a part of our podcast, our network, our family. Visit us on our website at nirvanalifestyle.network You can always reach out at info at nirvanalifestyle.network If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or just want to say hello and get to know who I am. This is Empress Q from Nirvana Lifestyle Network Living by Design. I hope you have a wonderful uh, week. As you be start off and kick off the new week, let everything be healthy, fruitful, and well. Shalom.